Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Uh, welcome to Rocktober. Yes, uh, we got a little nip in the air. A little nipply in Orlando, Florida this week. For the first time, uh, we get a little reprieve from the summer heat. Uh, does that uh, put a damper on our diving? Heck no. Oh, hell no. But, uh, but you know, it, it is kind of nice to feel it being, you know, feel a little more, you know, coolness, a little crisp in the air. Kind of like uh, what Jerry the Diver guy always gets in the mountains of Virginia, where he resides for most of his life. Well, uh, it's crisp up here. It is crisp. How cold is it there for you? It's 80 degrees right now. Well, okay. That's kind of like what we got. Uh, actually, nah, more like it's 85. been dropping down in the 40s at night. 40s? Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. way too cold. I'm just talking about a little reprieve from the 90s. Leaves are blowing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get me uh, some pumpkin spice and uh, just kind of kick back and enjoy uh, a little nip of the fall. Next week, it'll probably be back up in the 90s in Florida. And then, yeah, you'll have to jump in the ocean to cool off. Barry, what, what say you? What do you think? It's 85 degrees down here. It's humidity yeah. 61%. That's not bad. That's no, some good. That's, yeah, it's better than what we typically get. What that's is right, Barry? Is that a it's news? Double. Was that that, 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 that was that Jerry was, the diver guy's news uh, news alert? That, yeah, that, that was, was a weather his, alert. Okay, that was his weather alert for me. All right, fair enough. I'll yeah. send him another pizza now. Oh, another pizza? What was yeah, that? He's already working one. Oh, yeah. that, is that what you're doing? We're we're interrupting your lunch this afternoon, there, Jerry, or what? <laughs> You're doing a late you're lunch. You're interrupting dinner, lunch, Lunner. breakfast, yeah. everything. Okay. All right. So he's going to eat while he does scuba radio today. God bless him. Mm-hmm. It's usually, uh, that may be better for you to get some uh, food in your tummy before you start uh, marinating it with the uh, spring water. You like dribble all over that stuff in his tummy. Oh, well, you know, we, we may have a dip in sauce. Yeah. Dip. Well, okay. <laughs> scuba radio happy hour has begun for Jerry the Diver Guy. Uh, also, we got Vinny Two Tanks, Bubble Boy, and I believe do we, we got Mermaid Kristen with us today, I see. What? I, but I just see an empty room on Facebook and YouTube. Oh, there oh, she she's is. She's grabbing a beer. Are you kidding Oh, me? there she is. She, hairspray. Oh, it's, it's hairspray. hairspray. You can't drink that. Yeah, don't drink that. That uh, you know, It may have alcohol in it, but I don't think it's going to work as well. Uh, Vinny, what are, you, are you drinking? Or Well, I don't even know what if I want to say what you're doing. Okay, he's he's, he's got a Carlsberg. Carlsberg, all right. So he's uh, being a little bit more exotic today. All right, God bless him. So yeah, some monkey beer for him. 
Well, yeah, but Vinny's out there on the left coast. Vinny, is it, is it cool out there right now, or is it uh, about the same as yeah. what we got in Florida no, today? It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I can't hear a word. Like, it's saying. like 90 degrees. Yeah. I don't think you're, you got your mic on today, Vinny. No, the mic is three feet away from him. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. It's right here. Oh, yeah. Right here okay. Yeah, yeah. Put it in front. <laughs> Speak into the microphone. Yeah, sorry. Vinny. That's okay. Sorry. All right. That's all right. He was, uh, he was adding uh, ambiance. Word of the day for Vinny is microphone. Okay. It's better. All right. Yeah, as you can tell, uh, CJ not with us today. Uh, There's like statute of limitations that has to (laughs) expire before he's allowed back in the uh, studio. Basically, he drank all the rum last week here at headquarters. Mm. So he's on a rum run, uh, and he'll be back next week. So uh, I'm in the studio solo with the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. we got a lot of stuff to cover today. I, I will tell you that, um, you know, my little discussion of the underwater aliens last week of what I of what I saw in Saba has created a bit of a stir online. Uh-oh. Have you have you guys seen this? Have you seen some of the emails we received? Or now, Jerry, what do you think? Uh, no, I haven't seen them. You just wrote Should me I off as them? being crazy. Is that what it uh, was? No, never. Okay. Never would I do that to you, Greg. All right, just to refresh everyone's memory, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was on a liveaboard with Explorer Ventures in Saba, and halfway through the week, during the middle of the day, I saw some green flashes uh, rush through the uh, uh, the wake of the boat as we were cruising from one dive site to another. It was the middle of the day, and it looked like, you know, there were some divers on a night dive flashing their, their uh, torches underwater. But it was the middle of the day, and it was bright very fluorescent kind of green color and i'm like oh my gosh what the heck was that and of course i was alone on the top deck watching this and i and i'm the only one who saw it but uh you know i've seen all the videos you've got you guys guys have seen the mainstream media have been talking about their these these ufos that the military has admitted exist Mm -hmm. uh you know they they go from the air and the sea and they mm-hmm. there was one theory, theory mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they they live mm-hmm. in the deep trenches <laughs> of the ocean greg and i saw them seasick? were you seasick when i that? was not it was we had perfect conditions there was you no sure rocking of the boat bile you sure it wasn't bile you were seeing in the you water? know it was kind of fluorescent like the bile that godzilla spews when he's uh, tearing down a a city but that you know, I I mentioned that we talked about this last week, and I get the same reaction I'm getting now. It's like Greg, you're crazy, and, and you know, Aria's husband even chimed in uh, that I saw after the show, and he says, you know, and he by the way, he he is kind of uh, a, a, you know, I I want to I, I don't want to I can't say too much, but if anyone's going to know the truth, he is. Let me leave it at that. And he said, look, if there's no photographic evidence, it didn't exist. So what does that tell you? That he knows something. No, it he says knows something. He, he already told her, never let him on your boat again. <laughs> and you know what else he said? What did he Greg, say? Stop peeing in the camera bucket. No, no. That is <laughs> that is not what I, I wasn't looking through a Heineken he bottle. Like he said, Greg, quit playing with your glow stick. You know, well, a lot of times, you know, we were looking for the green flash. And, you know, how you see the green flash when the sun sets is by looking at it through a Heineken bottle. But I'm telling you, there was no Heineken, no booze involved. It wasn't, you know, I think it was just before noon, uh, one afternoon, about halfway through the week. So, uh, anyway, it, it created quite a stir, like, you know, Greg's crazy. Well, nothing new there. But 
Uh, but but I I, I kind of put it out there like okay if you if you don't believe it is you know what do you think it was you know what are your theories and I haven't heard a lot of feedback in that regard but I I'm wondering if I am the first to come forward uh, of many divers they might start saying yeah I saw something too Greg now you came out maybe it's okay for me to come out and admit it too. Kristen, you weren't here last week. You heard this. Uh, now you're hearing. You're getting caught up with the rest of the scuba squad. What do you think of that? You think underwater aliens? You think that's what I saw? I mean, you're a mermaid. I don't. I mean, it sounds pretty feasible. Yeah. Hello. What? I mean, what the the UFOs might look more closer to mermaids. You know, the aliens, if they're underwater swimming, they're probably looking more like mermaids. Yeah, I mean, that's what it could have been. I mean, shoot, I mean, even I have a green tail. See? So now who's laughing, Jerry? I still think y'all are playing with the glow stick. I don't know what even that means. You know, Greg, the last time you were out on the boat did the little whore, uh, you did toss your Okay, that was the name times. of the boat. Just to... I said the boat. I said okay. the boat. That was the yeah. name of the You got to make sure you I, I explain. That. Yes, okay. I did. Are we, going, are we going where I think we're going? No, I don't no, no. Know. Last time he was out there, not, on the little not, only, not only did he throw up underwater, but he was above the water, and there was green stuff coming out of his mouth. It was pretty disgusting. Well, that was that's just uh, that's chumming. Uh, I was just trying to chum up the uh, lobsters. So you were on top of the deck, yeah. and you looked over at the water, and you saw green stuff. Did it vacate your mouth before you saw No, it? no. This was like fluorescent. It was like radioactive-type flashes. What did you have for lunch? Uh, I, once again, it was before lunch, Barry. Pay attention. What did you have for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Greg, were you floating on the little dinghy behind? The no, I was, wa- I was actually watching the dinghy that they drag. Uh, via yeah. you know the line behind the uh-huh. living board vessel, and I was just I was just standing there after the dive, uh, chilling on the top deck, looking out at the horizon, and and looking over the wake of the boat as we were cruising from one side to the other. And uh, once again, you know, all of a sudden I see these the screen flash. Like, what the heck? And then I see it again, and it's like it was like moving through the water very very fast. And uh, and and I was like, oh my gosh, wait a minute, what the heck? And then I see it again. I'm like, that's those underwater aliens. I tell you, I saw them. Woo-hoo! The I, I had there. a I had a close encounter. Uh, didn't I even get probed. So no, there was there was no glow sticks. And that's in the fall. what he's so sad about. Yeah, quiet. <laughs> You'll come around eventually. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Need an escape from reality for a while? Your favorite scuba action star, Mike Scott, is back in an all-new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From the brilliant mind of author Eric Douglas comes the thriller that started it all. Listen as Mike unravels the death of a girl, the protest of new development, and the systemic destruction of coral reefs, all against the stunning backdrop of Grand Cayman Island. This one's got it all. Submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. When he was ready and completely relaxed, he wrapped his arms through the straps of the sea cushion and gently slid into the water. Dive back into adventure with Cayman Cowboys. Also available, Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish. Download all five audiobooks now at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, or audible.com.
Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Hey, man. Hey, what are you doing today? I don't know. I was kind of bored. You want to wanna do something cool? Well, like what? We could go scuba dive. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. I've never done it before. Well, there's only a few things that you gotta do to be good at it, and it's really easy to learn. Here, I'll show you. Come with me. Okay, everyone, let's get our gear on. Let's go for a dive. Tanks are right here. Now, to be a scuba diver, it can be so much fun. Making memories and sharing good times in the sun. Descend with the quickness, equalize so you don't pop. To avoid decompression sickness, always make a safety stop. You know. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. All right, so uh, Scuba Radio Scuba Squad not really backing me up on my alien encounter there in Saba. But that's okay. You know, I put it out there. If you have any encounters underwater that you can't explain, we want to hear from you. Because I think I did witness those underwater UFOs that the mainstream media has finally admitted exist. Or the military has said, yeah, we don't know what these things are. But they can traverse through the air. They can go underwater. They probably live in the deep trenches of the ocean that have been unexplored. They've been hiding there for millions of years. And my best guess is they look like mermaids. That probably goes back to the whole origin of the of the mermaid. That's where they can't. They're actually aliens. These mermaids. Hey, Greg. Yes, Casey, the tobacco nut, with us now. Yeah, I was a bit late joining the club, but I would back you up on your possible encounter, and even suggest that Scuba Radio maybe forms its own Project Blue book. There you go. Like the I, blue, yeah, like the water. That would make sense. Why not? <laughs> I, I'm down. Well, in this case, it'd have to be a green book. Why? Because of the green flash? Green. Well, the lights were green. That is true. 
but yeah. they were in blue water. Yeah. I, I wish, you know, having we are divers. Casey the tobacco so. nuts uh, backing would add some credibility to my story. But, you know, that's one crazy backing another, so that's not going to help much. But uh, regardless, I appreciate the but support. We're sincere crazies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, we've dug into some other news stories that we need to cover. And, uh, well, let's just go to the news right now. Residents of Lake Titicaca are okay. petitioning for a name change okay. to Lake Booby Doo Doo to what? become less crude. Uh-huh. Other names up for adoption are Breast Dump, huh? Chest Waste, Jug Turd, what? and, of course, Double D's Skid Marks. Of, of course. I, I don't really, I, I think we need to check our news sources because... Uh, that one didn't. That sounded off to me. I don't know about you, Jerry, but that was off. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, we tried. <laughs> yeah, I bet you can't go motorboating there. No. Hey, hey, hey! Quit it. <laughs> There's ladies present. Or right, actually, no. I don't. I don't see her. Yeah, and Mermaid Kristen is not on camera right now, so I think you can get hear away everything. Great. With everything you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what's going on? Did she pass out or? She just—I only see her during the commercial oh, breaks. I'm getting ready for my friend's baby shower, so I'm trying to like talk and listen at the same time. Okay, that's fine, and she needs to be off camera. So, yeah, so understood. we're not good enough. No, no she, she's. I'm going to take saying. you guys with me once I leave. I got to leave here in about ten minutes. Oh, so. that'll go over great. Uh, I don't think we're allowed at baby showers. <laughs> I think we've been Bad banned idea. from that. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, what are the odds of that being uh, awkward? Mm. About a hundred percent. Okay, okay, we got time. Can we can yeah. we talk about mommy showers? Excuse me, you're going no. to another state. Well, let's just move on. We don't want to <laughs> just stop while you're ahead. Oh my God, Casey. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Casey, did you ever get your new boat? Or what? Yes, I did. So have you been out diving off of it now, or what? I have not been diving. I've been out uh, scalloping. Yeah, and uh, have you had much luck? Or? Diving because do you know what season begins this month? Stone crab claw season. Very good, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just know this magically. I know the rest of the squad's just looking dazed, but you're you're right on, Greg. You you forget that uh, you know many people consider me a genius, and by many people I mean me. You mean Casey? <laughs> yeah. CJ in the studio. He might. Maybe. No, he's not here. But no, but yeah, I'm sure he would say you're late to class. He would say so. Yeah, yeah. But but okay. So uh, you've went out uh, scalloping, and you you have bagged some scallops. I have bagged but scallops. You, are you laying yes. the groundwork for a stone crab season here in the middle of the month, or what? I'm kind of getting ready. I'm going to try and find some spots. What, well, yeah. What does that entail? Uh, just uh, pilings. Rocky, uh, I'm thinking maybe some of the artificial reef areas. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the way I've seen stone crabs, where they hang out, they like to hang out on the edge of seagrass. Like, so when you have a sandy patch and then the, like a an area of seagrass right there at the edge where the seagrass starts growing, stone crab like to burrow a hole up right under the edge of that. So maybe right around the scalloping areas, because that's eelgrass. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but right at the edge. So you got to find a sandy patch, and then you know. And I saw this on uh, on a video that they like, and actually, this was down in the Miami area, believe it or not. And they were snorkeling down for them, but every time they went down the and pulled one out, 
they were the hole was right there by the edge of the seagrass like a you know like uh you know i, I don't know like they the must show. like that habitat i guess just huh? like the show they like to live on the edge true they do like on the edge of uh you know seagrass or seagrass yeah or uh or maybe maybe they do on the on the reef or and stuff too or they like to barrow under something i guess like that i don't know, so, I don't know how, how do they go out and do some uh some diving looking for it okay how, yeah how do they catch these things without uh getting snipped they they grab them by the butt by the bag okay yeah they know there's a technique where you kind of go over the top of them uh, just out of the reach of their pinchers, yep. evidently, I guess, and then grab them by the butt and pull them out, and and you can you know take the claw off underwater, I guess, if it's big enough. Well, you and, have to yes, yeah, two and a half inches, I think. Yeah, so you got a gauge that you're supposed yeah. to use, but but you I mean you you can pop the claw off. It's moving around. You're going to try to measure it, and you cannot take the claw if it only has one left, Barry. Uh, actually, uh, I don't think that's accurate. No, that's not true. Yeah, well, they allow they you. Eat? They suggest they ask people not to take both. Claws. Yeah, it, it, it's good form, but legally, I think you're allowed to take both claws. Yeah, now. you can. There's well, nothing that says you can't. Yeah. getting a little greedy. Well, like I said, it, it's probably not good form. Give the crabs a chance. But you know, they what they say is that it's not as bad as they used to think. That even without both pinchers, they can still survive and uh, forage around and get the food they need to grow all their claws back. So. Yeah, but can you think of the poor crab when you rip off the last claw? Just thinking, son of a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I would hate to be that guy, that crab. That would suck. All right, well, look, we're going to talk about crab season and a few other little uh, news nuggets we have to share with you next. Stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving. the world's first radio show devoted to diving hey uh last week i forgot to mention one of the little uh, hiccups i had on my liveaboard trip a couple weeks ago it involved my shearwater dive computer uh, i have a Tarek. i love this thing I, I don't dive without it anymore you can check it out shearwater.com but uh about two-thirds the way through the trip on my liveaboard trip i i, I got back out of the water and next thing you know, uh, I'm looking down, and my my watch, my my Tarek, was hanging from my wrist. Mm-hmm. It, it, the the little uh, screw that holds the computer to the band uh, had come out, had popped out. I'm like, oh my gosh! And thank God I didn't lose it. Yeah. But I'm like, the little pin that holds the band and the watch device together had uh, come loose and popped out. And, you know, I had the computer, but I was like, oh, great. I'm not going to be able to use it for the rest of the week now because, you know, the, the what am I going to do? I don't know, you know, and, and you know what I'm going to do? 
or what I did. Daily I do wire and duct tape. No, I uh, well, I could have done that possibly. You're right. They got duct tape on the boat, but I went to my little shearwater container, and they actually provide extra um, um, bars, extra screws and things in so your kit. It, it, it's a known it, problem. Then, is well, it the it's yeah, a pin, is the pin. The same pin you would have on a watch band, right? Well, it's you know specific to their particular design, right. but yes. It's just bigger. Okay. But yeah, but they actually provide extra ones uh, yeah, because fair, obviously it has. Yeah. Yeah. See if I've got them. I'm sure you do. And, and you know, and I, I actually called Gabe up from Shearwater and thanked him. I said, man, you saved my week by thinking ahead because, you know, it's one of those things you want to check it every once in a while. Just check the tightness on your, you your dive re- watches. You replacements. Yeah. Well, I do. I got them. You know, that's the thing. But, you know, it's one of those things that can happen to any type of dive watch like that. And the fact that Shearwater provides extras uh, in those type of scenarios are, are safe. Yeah, see, Jerry the Diver guys showing his. Yeah, yep, I got them right there. They provide a little save the dive kit from Shearwater. More coming up. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. <laughs> Professional mermaid says unwanted advances from merverts is the worst part of the job. Just like that. You've been made aware of a new profession and its very serious problems and the word mervert. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. East Coast. Watch me scuba Hey now. West Coast. Watch me scuba diving. Hey now. Midwest, you know I'm going scuba diving. Hey now. Dirty South, watch me scuba diving. Hey now. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. And uh, I got the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. That is uh, Barry the Bugger. Uh, we got Bubble Boy, Jerry the Diver Guy, Vinny Two Tanks, who's petting his cat. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Uh, and Casey, the tobacco nut, uh, make up the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much I could have said right there, but I, I'm just going to pass. Take a pass to keep us on the air one more week. But yeah, well, he has he's his. Not uh, playing with his glow stick. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll tell you what. Casey has this idea to take uh, this alien encounter I had in Saba and turn it into the the beginning of Scuba Radio Blue Book Project Blue Book. I, th- I think you're onto something. I think we may have to do this. I, I think if we start uh, requesting divers who have seen things to send us their reports. Yeah. I mean, it has to. We might seems, even get backup from other divers on other liverboards around Saba. Yeah, I mean, they say the truth is out there. I'm, I'm wondering if the truth is down there well, under, under the uh, water. You know what? What were the emails that people sent you? Well, Greg? they're, they're just like, uh, hey, you're crazy. Hey, you're nuts, Greg. Oh, okay. So <laughs> no, no, the no, usual. no, 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 no. There were a couple. It's like, were, were you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I'm absolutely serious. I did see something. You know, I'm not crazy, believe it or not. Um, And I wouldn't even have brought it up if I didn't actually see something. I really did. I think the first thing we need to do is send a scuba radio letter to the Pentagon. Well, maybe. 
Uh, but I have no yeah. proof, and yeah. that's you know that's what my well, military friend told me. He's like, yeah, it doesn't exist unless you have it on on film or you have some kind of evidence. And I don't. I just have what I saw. I know what I saw. I don't know what it was, it. but it was pretty creepy. Uh, from and it was very similar to what you hear being reported around the world. And so I, I do wonder if if maybe I was lucky and got a little glimpse at uh, some alien life forms. That's my. Maybe that's you what should I'm go going get with. a full body X ray. There might be you know small tabs of metal in you. Why? Why, why is that? Why? Why would you bring that up? Well, aliens do that kind of thing, and they, they could be tracking it. you. They I, may have lojacked you when you didn't know it. I have no idea what you guys are referring to. Well, you know, Greg, you do know that that's not far from the Atlantic uh, Undersea Test and Evaluation Center. Yeah, hello. I'm telling you. Hey, look, our military yeah. knows they're out there. Yeah. They've admitted it, that there's you know, some, the last, something going on. The last on. time you had some work done on your skin, you know, that, that scar, right. are you sure they didn't put something in there? No. Once again, this was a chance encounter. It just, you know, they, the lights... Well, I went by underwater very fast. Okay. I didn't have an up-close personal encounter. He was probed. Uh, no, I was not. now, Greg. They were probably like, hey, all of them are in the water. Let's go. Oh, no, damn it. That guy's on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laugh That's at my okay. expense, why don't you? Hey, the doctors are on their way to your house as we speak. Yeah, whatever. I think, you guys I think are we're jealous. going to take him on a Bigfoot hunt next. Yeah. You guys are jealous. I'm telling you. I, you know, gotten away with it too, or I'd been for those meddling kids. Well, <laughs> maybe. You know, uh, you guys. Uh, I, I wish I was in Boston this weekend at the Boston Sea Rover Show, which is going on, and uh, talking to some weekend. other. That is going on this weekend. Yeah. A, a dive event. Uh, we're going to try to connect with somebody who's uh, on site, but I haven't had much luck at the moment. So that, that's, this is actually the first. Uh, is it the first show since? Uh, the Kermit. Maryland DC show that's been live. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I believe that might be correct. That is. So I yeah. have another idea, Greg. Yeah, what's that? We need to develop an underwater uh, sub with a camera, so the next time you see them, you can quickly just grab it, throw it in the water, and chase the green light. No way! I'm confused. Well, you mean have like an ROV uh, at the standby? Yeah, yeah, like the little uh, torpedo uh, tube engine. We're oh, yeah, well, like the scuba uh, scuba jet. Yeah, scuba jet. Right. You just be up on the top deck, have your GoPro ready. Up oh, there, are the lights. Throw it overboard. Grab the handheld. Yeah, now you're in the chase. Well, you know they they were the aliens probably knew this because you know they know everything, right? Uh, that I wasn't bringing my scuba jets with me to save them because I was flying on September 11th, and I thought uh, if I bring something that looks like a, well, a Hickory Farm smoked sausage, uh, I'm asking for a cavity search with TSA and and everything because I'm <laughs> flying on. You already did that, Greg. What do you mean? And then you went around the line again. Yeah, remember last? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so I, I but I talked about this on the air that I wanted to bring my scuba jets with me, but I did not for that uh, specific reason. Aliens probably knew it, so they knew I wasn't going to have any underwater propulsion that could keep me up with the speed that they were flying through the water column with anyway. So uh, you could have used burrito propulsion. Yeah, Did actually, uh, I saw the I, I just hey, saw the new battery uh, technology from Scuba Jet. They just released a press release on this. You guys see this? No. Uh, no. 
because the they they've broken up their battery uh, battery compartments or lithium batteries. And see, that's the problem with it's not just the shape. That would have been a problem on September 11th, and is reason why. But the other problem with you know scooters and things like that when you're traveling with them on an airplane is not just the size and the space, which Scuba Jet has figured out a solution for that. But the battery itself is lithium. Yeah, and those, yeah, they're they, not allowed. Yeah, well, certain size, up to a certain size, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to have uh, lithium uh, batteries around the world and fly with them uh, up to a certain size. So they're about, they, they've come up with uh, these new batteries that kind of chain together, and uh, they put them together and they make one giant battery. So they've solved the problem because you can take them apart, put them in your checked bag, and you're good to go. And Here's it's pretty cool. Solution. Yeah. Um, if some of these resorts started just stocking the batteries there and you brought just the, uh, the, the forward end or the back end of the it MG without the battery. Engine. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, but that if, would be cost effective. Yeah, that, that, that won't work, Barry. Uh, but, but I mean, these batteries are pretty small. They're about the size of a soda can. So they, but, but you chain, you know, you daisy chain them together to make one big long one and it has plenty of juice. And, uh, you know, they've solved that problem at ScubaJet. Check it out, ScubaJet.com. But they just started shipping the new batteries that are designed specifically for air travel so you won't get uh, into trouble. TSA approved. Yes. Well, I I don't know if they're approved or just allowed. I don't know if you approved is the right word. Let's let's all chip in, buy the batteries, and we'll send Barry through as a test gopher. (laughs) Okay, we can do that. Or, Greg, you could just take a mermaid with you next time and then just throw her in the water. Fetch girl, get it, get it. Okay, we could do that, too. Uh, but you need a scuba jet to stay up with the mermaids. I'm swimming around, you know, they're Not like true. fish, you know, and stuff. But uh, anyway, yeah, we lost Kristen, by the way. So what happened to her? Where'd she She'll go? She'll be back, back soon. Probably back on now. Oh, okay. All right, so she's working on uh, getting ready for her her shower or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because she's been doing some new things. She's trying to figure out some new uh, mermaid colors or something. Is that what I saw earlier yeah. today? What What she is going looking, on with, with that? She was looking at a choice of two different types of uh, mermaid tail. Yeah. One is a, uh, a black model that looks like it would be for an elegant evening out, and the other for is Halloween. more bright cut Halloween. Well, is this uh, for our Halloween. DEMA plans? Because she is planning to come to DEMA in Vegas and... Maybe it, it could be. No I mean, they're both, they're both nice tails. It's just a matter of choosing one. She's got nice not, tails. And she's asking you to look at her tail, Barry, and tell her which one you she's like. She's asking best. the whole gang to look at the tail. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. If you're <laughs> yeah, paying attention, like they all liked it. She, there was no. Uh, <laughs> there was no like no no. That's don't wear that. It was no, that everyone not. Barry, we all Barry agree that Kristen has so good tasted tail. Okay, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll get we'll find out what's going on with that. Yeah, we were comparing notes, I guess, on mermaid tails and some new uh, scuba radio swag uh, that we are we have in development just in time for the Dima show, which will be in November. Uh, actually, the Dima show, Diving Equipment and Marketing Association trade show. You know, unlike the Boston Sea Rover show today, which is for consumers. The Dima show is trade, business, business to business. And it's going to be a big, big deal because they didn't have one last year. And, uh, you know, in Vegas, uh, it'll be the first time where we get all our industry friends really back together. And I'm really looking forward to it. And we're going to be hosting some online seminars to make your dive business better starting October 12th. Yours truly will be one of the online hosts 
for these online seminars leading up to the DEMA show. I'll tell you about uh, what you could score for participating next. Stay close. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master is all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save the st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explorer ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit explorerventures.com that's explorerventures.com Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Do you have a message or a product that you'd like to share with the diving world? Well, look no further than Scuba Radio. Just like you, thousands of diving enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to scubaradio.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. If you hate to stay indoors to avoid all those corona spores, there is one place that you can go that we all know way down below. No corona underwater. No corona underwater. If you want to dive, we think you ought to. No corona underwater. Maintain social distance or dive in a wet existence. You can drown that virus in the sea and make it safe for you and me. So if you're up for the task, all you need is your dive mask. You won't need a respirator when you Use your regulator. No corona underwater. No corona underwater. If you want to dive, we think you ought to. No corona underwater. One of us has made a gross error. That could be me, but I I don't know. I don't really care. So it doesn't matter, right? If I don't right. care, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Ah, thank you, Casey. Uh, this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Uh, coronavirus, obviously still creating issues for businesses throughout the Caribbean and, well, the world. 
Uh, you know, but we're trying to get back in there and make it happen. There's a Boston Sea Rover show going on this weekend. Uh, we're going to try to connect with them live, so, but I don't think it's going to happen. They're too busy doing business. So we're going to let they're them uh, have, fun, have they're, they're, we're going to let them have their fun and maybe get a report next week, <laughs> see how they do uh, and that kind of thing. Because, you know, a lot of people are concerned, like, will the will the dive shows be good? Will they be slow? Will, you know, people still be excited about going? I, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be, be good. I do. I think people are, there. there's a lot of pen up demand for people that want to talk about uh, you know, going diving, where to go, how to go, and, you know, all this stuff with all the travel restrictions with Corona. I mean, once again, a couple of weeks ago, I proved that you can do it. It's easy. I was, I was quite surprised how simple it was to navigate all this extra, you know, BS you have to jump through to go on a uh, trip outside the U.S. And, uh, and, and be able to you know, just get your, you know, antigen you know, quick test before you head out there and, and, you know, you fill out a little extra paperwork. It's a little bit of a hassle, but it's not that, it's not that hard to navigate. Vinny Two Tanks looks like he wants to say something. I well, don't know. Don't forget, you're going on an Explorer Venture trip, so. That's right. Well, they make it even easier for you. You know, one of the right. great things about Explorer Ventures, and I mentioned this, was that at the end of the trip, you know, to come back to the States, if you're a U.S. traveler, you got to get a test to come back. Uh, to the U.S. before you're allowed to get on your airplane. So what they do uh, for that uh, trip I did in Saba, they actually had the uh, tax, the Corona tax from St. Martin, come to the boat on Friday afternoon once we had gotten back to the dock. That's typically the schedule. You go Saturday to Saturday, and then on Friday, you're back at the dock by lunchtime thereabouts, and you have dinner in, in the home port of St. Martin or wherever you might be coming back on your liveaboard trip. And uh, so you're there the afternoon, and uh, they actually have some medics come out and give everybody on the boat a corona test. Uh, we maybe enhanced it a little bit with some of the beer that they offer on the boat as well. I, I just can't believe you fell for their uh, test procedure. What do you mean? No, you told us the one where they told you to turn around and put your elbows on the table. No, no. I, I said that would be a good joke that they oh, should do okay. to all unsuspecting right. passengers when Holy they yeah, and just say, uh, all right, who's ready? And then they pull up the first name. All right, come on over. Okay, okay bend over mm-hmm. and just and see their reaction. <laughs> and then, you know, film the whole thing. You know, I gave them that suggestion. We entertained the, the you know, medics from St. Martin quite uh, effectively there. But but anyway, but but the point is, Explorer Ventures made it very very easy to do that. That's what they're they're you know doing their extra due diligence to make uh, travel easier to manage in these coronavirus times that we find ourselves in. You got to jump through a few extra hoops, but it was easy. And they they you know with their help and just a little bit of uh, you know paying attention to what you got to do, you know both to leave the U.S. and come back to the U.S. If that's how you're traveling, yeah. The fact that I did it—if this idiot can do it, anyone can. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. How about that? Yeah, even Barry. You know. Okay, we'll agree. Okay, yeah. there you go. See, if, you know, but, but you can do it. And you know, we will see how it affects the Dima show. But I, I know there's a lot of pent up demand for people that want to go uh, and uh, talk diving. And get out there and meet all their industry folks. 
again. Now, as I said, I'm going to be hosting some online seminars leading up to the DEMA show in the middle of November that are designed to help like dive shops across the country and that kind of thing make their you know, business better. They're, they have different speakers. I'm going to be the MC on Tuesdays, and then they'll have like Tuesday and Wednesday sessions. But, uh, you know, whether you participate in that or not, if you do, you get like some extra juice. And I mean, like extra little goodies and like a digital badge if you're in the industry and that kind of thing. They're working on some little incentives if you participate in these uh, educational seminars. But the, the bonus is going to be we're working on a way to actually give people that participate in the online seminars an extra chance at winning some of the big prizes we do on the first day of DEMA. That Tuesday, when we open the show, as we usually do with the Scuba Radio, uh, Scuba Radio crew. And I'll tell you, after missing the show last year because of coronavirus, this year we have some big prizes up for grabs. Shearwater's given us a, a Peregrine dive computer to give away. Uh, we're going to have some dive adventures to Bonaire, I know, to give away, and that's just scratching the surface. We're, we're literally just starting to round up some of the goodies that we have to uh, you know, open the show and make people a little bit more excited about getting into the dive show that uh, each morning for the DEMA show in Las Vegas. So you've been warned. Uh, plan accordingly if you want to score some big stuff. You're going to want to be there, and uh, we'll have more news over the next few weeks about that specifically for you as well. All right, look, Hour 2 is on deck. We have a very interesting story about a woman and a dolphin and their relationship, which is truly unique, and right down our alley. We'll cover that a lot more, as well as the Sheer Water Diver of the Week. That's coming up in Hour 2, too. So uh, stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.